blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And we start with our opening prayer. O God, author of every mercy and of all goodness, who in fasting, prayer, and almsgiving have shown us a remedy for sin, look graciously on this confession of our lowliness, that we who are bowed down by our conscience may always be lifted up by your mercy. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. We reach the third Sunday of Lent. Okay, and in the, in the Missal that I sent you, it's even written without the first scrutiny because practically starting the, for those who have undergone the baptism for adults, no? The Lenten period is the preparation for baptism. And on the third Sunday of Lent, we have the first scrutiny of the candidates, where we have another set of readings. No? Maybe Shirley and company, you know what you have undergone no? before your baptism. And then it continues to the fourth Sunday and the fifth Sunday of Lent. There are three scrutinies. No? But since uh, there is the lockdown here in Hong Kong, we are using the regular readings. And the regular readings for this third Sunday, the first reading is from the book of Exodus, that is the call of Moses, no? chapter 3, verses 1 to 8, 13 to 15. And the responsorial psalm is from Psalm 103, a beautiful psalm of praise, no? blessing the Lord. The second reading is from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 10, verses 1 to 6 and 10 to 12. And the gospel is a very uh, provoking and challenging gospel from chapter 13 of St. Luke, verses 1 to 9. Now, to start, uh, we, start we begin uh, looking into the first reading. May we hear, Patrick? A reading from the book of Exodus. Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian. Leading the flock across the desert, he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There, an angel of the Lord appeared to Moses in fire flaming out of a bush. As he looked on, he was surprised to see that the bush, though on fire, was not consumed. So Moses decided, I must go over to look at this remarkable sight and see why the bush is not burnt. When the Lord saw him coming over to look at it more closely, God called to him from the bush, Moses, Moses, he answered. Here I am, God said, come no nearer. Remove the sandals from your feet for the place where, the stand, where you stand is holy ground. I am the God of your fathers, he continued, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. 
Moses hid his face, and he was afraid to look at God. But the Lord said, I have witnessed the affliction of my people in Egypt and have heard their cry of complaint against their slave drivers. So I know well what they are suffering. Therefore, I have come down to rescue them from the hands of the Egyptians and lead them out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land of flowing with milk and honey. Moses said to God, But when I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. If they ask me, What is his name? What am I to tell them? God replied, I am who I am who am. Then he added, This is what you shall tell the Israelites. I am sent me to you. God spoke further to Moses. Thus shall you say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. Thus am I to be remembered through all generations. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This third Sunday, we have the story of the covenant, this time with Moses. Last Sunday, you remember, we had also the covenant story, but it was with whom? Anybody remembers? You remember the sleep? Yeah, it was Abraham. Okay. Abraham with God. And this time it's Moses with God. So another covenant story, no? But another personage, and we have Moses this time. You, you know your Bibles, no? Abraham would be in the book of Genesis, okay, the first book. Now we are in the book of Exodus, the second book, okay? And who has seen the movie, The Ten Commandments? Everybody. No, our generation, the generation of Gerald and myself. This generation, your new generation would have seen Moses of Disneyland, right? Trump With a musical. Yeah. Anyway, you know, the, you know what happened in the call of Moses, no? Moses was already old when he was called by God. Because when he was young, he was one of the rulers in Egypt, right? Right. But he knew he was a migrant. He knew he was not really Egyptian. Moses was what? Moses was an Israelite. Israelite yeah. Moses was an Israelite. But he was uh, hidden by his mother, so that he was found by a, an Egyptian princess. Did you know that, Becky? You should, you should see the movie, Moses. <laughs> it's very beautiful. It's a musical, actually, by Disney. And then when he was growing and he saw his fellow Israelites fighting, he tried to chastise them. And in the process, he killed one of them. But then the Pharaoh heard of it, and so Moses had to flee to escape for his life. 
No? And he ended up here. In this reading, we have Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He tried to live a very, uh, what do you call, uh, low-profile life. He said, enough, enough of leadership. No? Because in, in, that, uh, in, in some movies, Moses was presented like a prince of Egypt. He said, no more. I don't want to be a leader. So he, he led his life very simply. He became a, what, a shepherd. No? And for 80, I think he was already 80 when he was called by God. His calling is narrated here in our reading. The burning bush no? yeah. by curiosity. When, when Moses was in the desert, he came to Horeb and then saw this bush burning, but it was not consumed. Sister Yonila, in our chapel there in Kamaldoli, the, the door of the tabernacle is really the burning bush design. So you will remember this as you make your adoration now. No? And uh, the, the story continues. No? So God called Moses and Moses uh, answered readily, here I am. No? But then Moses did not know this God yet. So God has to introduce himself. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. All the stories in Genesis, not the generation from Abraham and then Jacob and then Isaac. But, you know, if you read this chapter three, uh, you will see Moses did not want to go. No, because the, the promise here of God is Moses should go and uh, save the people of Israel from Pharaoh. Okay. That, that's the story of Exodus. God said, I have witnessed the affliction of my people in Egypt and have heard their cry of complaint against their slave drivers. So I know what they are suffering. And therefore, I have come down to rescue them from the hands of the Egyptians and lead them out. The problem is, it's not God himself doing it. He wants Moses to do it. <clears throat> okay? And Moses said, no, enough. I am, I am finished with leadership. No? Enough. So he tried. If you read this completely, you will see maybe th three or four times Moses refused. He found many, many ways to say, I cannot do it. No? He said, I cannot talk. You know, I stutter, and then I, I, why should I do it? You know, and in the end, his last, his last try was this one, the last part of the reading in this first reading. Moses said to God, but when I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. If they ask me, what is his name? What am I to tell them? It's almost like saying, I don't know you. Okay, why should I do this? I don't know you. And God replied, I am who am. This is what you tell the Israelites. Now, does that say anything to you? I am. I am sent me to you. <laughs> it's, it's a mysterious name. No? And uh, in our Bible study early this morning, because we were talking of the I am sayings of the, in, in the Gospel of John, he said, when you know the name of somebody, you exercise control in that person, right? Mm -hmm. That is why the name is very important. 
in in Genesis, in Genesis, when Jacob was struggling with the angel who came by night, said, "What is your name?" And then that uh, angel said, "Why do you want to know my name? <laughs> you don't reveal your name. In, in with strangers, you don't reveal your name, right? <laughs> because you don't want to be controlled, you know." So God <laughs> said, "I am, I am," meaning God is presence no god is not past god is not future god is presence i am and others would say i i will be what i will be you cannot control me no and that that must be uh, something that we should always remember god is god okay we can have so many questions we can have many protests no but we cannot control God. We cannot reverse. Hmm? Like I know everybody is asking, why is God allowing this war in Ukraine now? Why is God allowing Putin to do all these horrible things? No? And so forth and so on. But uh, we will see now, no, as we continue with the readings, no, Jesus himself will, will talk about current events in the gospel reading that we will hear. And then uh, maybe from there, we get the lesson that he wants to bring up. So can we hear the gospel reading now from Gerald? Yeah, okay. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some people told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. Jesus said to them in reply, do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means, but I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 people who were killed when the tower of Siloam fell on them. Do you think that they were more guilty than everyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And he told them this parable. There once, there was, sorry, there was once a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard. And when he came in search of fruit on it, but found none, he said to the gardener, for three years now, I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? The gardener said to him in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. You notice at the beginning of this uh, reading, there is like uh, reading the signs of the times, the current events. No? Uh, some of the Galileans, some people told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled, no? meaning to say the disasters that was happening at their environment. No? And some were saying that this, this really happened, showing the cruelty of the Romans. No? in punishing those who were revolting against the rule of the Romans in 
uh, Galilee or in Jerusalem, in Palestine. Also, the natural disasters, no? the 18 people who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them. These are current events, which <clears throat> if you want, you can also apply to our times. <clears throat> you may be asking, are the Ukrainians that bad that they are suffering this? No, is it their fault? No, it's somehow similar to what we have read here. But what is Jesus saying here is when you hear these things, you, you are not to judge them. You are not to look outside, but to look inside. No? Death will come when it has to come. No? But the, the thing is, are you ready? This is why twice he says, what I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Meaning to say, death comes. Awesome. You do not know how it will come, but it will surely come. And the question is, are you ready when it comes? Okay, so the repentance, the, the conversion, okay, the call or the message of the gospel is really conversion. And he confirms this in the second part of the gospel when he told the parable of the gardener no who saw this uh, fig tree in his orchard and found and tried to search for fruits okay but did not find did not find any and so he said this is a waste why should this tree occupy this space no? so he wanted to cut it down but then you have the gardener, you have the, the farmer who says, sir, live it for this year also, and I will cultivate it. I will cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it that it may bear fruit in the future. Meaning if you connect the two, the repentance should bear fruit, actions of love, okay? And this is, this is consistent in the Gospel of, uh, of Luke. If you go back to Luke chapter 3, verse 8, when uh, you know, people were coming to John the Baptist for uh, baptism, no? and they were asking John the Baptist, what should we do? We, we took this up last, uh, I think, last year. And so he said, you have, so the soldiers, you don't exact, uh, you don't extort people, you know, the fruits the fruits of good works, no? the fruits of repentance. So there is, uh, it's not immediate. No? The conversion is not immediate. It takes time. It takes time. And that is why there is also this give, uh, the, the gardener, sir, live it for this year also. I will do what I can no? for the fruits to come. There has to be a time for development, for maturation. And that is the patience of God. Why are we still here? Because God is patient with us. Okay? He wants us to bear fruit and he is giving us time, no? time to repent. The, the patience of God is, giving, uh, is also uh, his allowing himself to, to wait until we can bear fruits, fruits of love, of goodness, of kindness you know, in our lives. Uh, and maybe in the sharing, we can also uh, think uh, what 
are some of the things that I need to change, no? What am I called to change in my life, no? For me to be able to bear fruits, no? What are the areas of repentance that I need to see in my own life? And as we go to the second reading now, you might, we might hear some suggestions here from the uh, letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. But let us listen to this now, Jenny. Yep. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea. And all of them were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And the rock was Christ. Yet God was not pleased with most of them for they were struck down in the desert. These things happened as examples for us, so that we might not desire evil things, as they did. Do not grumble as some of them did, and suffered death by the destroyer. These things happened to them as an example, and they have been written down as a warning to us, upon whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore, whoever thinks he is standing secure should take care not to fall. The word of the Lord. Thanks be Thanks to, God. to God. That's a very strong warning, right? So the first, the first part of this reading is actually telling the story in the, uh, the cross, after the crossing from Egypt, you know, they had to travel 40 years in the desert. Okay. So the book of Numbers and the book of Deuteronomy. This is all the first five books of the, of the Bible. And you see there how much they have also suffered. So there is grumbling. You know, they were, they were telling Moses, why did you bring us here right. in this desert? Not to be hungry. Bring us back to Egypt where there are melons, you know, and, <laughs> and the onions and all the good things. You know, when you cannot appreciate the, the liberation, the freedom that is given to you. And we are also like that sometimes, you know. We want to enjoy the things that we already know instead of the things that the Lord is still preparing for us. Yeah. But the Lord wanted us to be free, you know, to dwell in what he calls the land of good and spacious land flowing with milk and honey. But before we could reach that, that there is the whole process of cleansing and purification. So this uh, reading gives us also some hint you know, in the process of crossing, in the process of our uh, repentance, in the process of conversion. There is one line there, very interesting. Do not grumble as some of them did. Okay. Many times in our lives, I guess that is the, that is the origin of our woes, no? our grumbling and our complaining. And <laughs> I guess that is normal. No? You will tell me, oh, because I'm not yet a saint. Okay. Okay. But then, uh, like in myself, this 
time of Lent, I said, what is it that I really have to, to change? No? What is it that I, that maybe the Lord is, keeps on insisting, telling me uh, that thing has to be given up. Okay, let's say anxieties, worries, uh, the things that are not yet there, but you want to be there. Okay, that, that is uh, for a warrior, that is very difficult, right? Maybe for a, a passive person, the things happen. But for people, like, like um, before we started this Bible study, we were saying many people are going into depression falling into depression because they would want to uh, expedite things and go back to the where they were before no? but it's not coming not yet or maybe as Pope Francis was saying maybe there are really some changes that will happen after this no the process that we're going through will will help us like this is an opportunity for us opportunity for change no so there's a even bishop stephen chow our bishop here in hong kong keeps on saying do not waste the blessings that are within this opportunity you know crisis is always that no crisis is always is either bring you to to worse but it could also bring you to a better change some a change for the better no? So I guess in this uh, last part of our Bible study, I don't know anything that comes to your mind that you think no, could be a start. I don't say because we say that the change is a process. Okay, Even in the gospel, we heard, we heard it's a process. It will not happen immediately. But what you can start, what can we start? for a change, for the process of repentance, conversion? Well, yes. yes well, I think, well, if we're talking about the pandemic, and this may not be quite applicable, but I think this everyone talks about the time that they've spent away from friends and you know mm -hmm. gatherings. So it is a time of self-reflection. And so mm -hmm. for me, I mean, if it means anything, pandemic has helped me to start thinking more about ways I can live as a better person or things I can do that maybe I never thought about before. And, um, you know, because I think, you know, once we get through this, yes, I think things will change. We might live in a different way. And so it is a time to prepare through reflection and um, reading. And, you know, I try to do a lot of writing during this time. And uh, yeah, I think that, as you said, certain times, certain situations, bring upon us, force us to think and change. And yes, there's been a lot of times, you know, I might've felt depressed or down, but also I, I see that this has helped me better reflect as a person. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Gerald. Well, thank this, you. You know, this, this is a time of blessing in that sense. Yeah. That we're being given time to think, to reflect, and then decide. And start practicing. Mm -hmm. The practice is very important because you could just think, reflect, but then you don't yes, do it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you have to put it into action. Action, exactly. Yes. yes. Anybody else?
Um, sister, I have something to share. And um, it's interesting, something somebody recently told me that actually there are people who from this pandemic, um, so somewhere, somebody overseas, um, so then they've loosened the social distancing. So they're actually starting to gathering and sort of having a, a new normal life with their social interactions. And they've actually, the feedback come back is that actually they really miss during the pandemic. And it's not because of the virus and it's just because actually it's given them time to stop, to do the continuous social engagements, the work, um, it's actually given time for us to reflect. And for me personally, I really appreciate that stop button that Jesus has pressed or God has pressed because in Hong Kong, in such a busy city, there's always something that's grabbing your attention. Oh, you need to go and have dinner with your family. You need to go have for dinner with your friends. You need to go do something. And it actually drains me. And before I would really struggle to go to church regularly because I'm just like okay that's the last thing I need because I just feel so drained but actually now that I've had more time at home and actually able to rest um I'm actually able to distinguish what brings me peace and what doesn't yes. and I think when you start being able to tell what brings you peace mm -hmm. you will be able to let go of the frustrations and the grumblings that you have Mm -hmm. and by that it will bring more profound changes mm -hmm. and I think that's what the bibles is hinting at it's just giving you yourself that space because I've always been growing up with my mom taking me to different things on my family and so I've never really stopped and thought about what suits me yeah. what works for me I just do what works for my family mm -hmm. and so maybe that's it it's just actually the change the first step is actually identifying the frustration or the grumbling why are you having it and actually talking to yourself about it why are you feeling that emotion mm -hmm. and once you go through that emotion then you'll be able to work it out and bring yourself long-term peace and bring other peace uh, other people peace as well yes yes oh thank you for that jenny you, you describe oh. very well the process yes <laughs> the i'm process. a very process oriented person <laughs> No, but that, that's right that's right no because you have a repentance or a conversion is moving from one point to another point okay in fact it's uh, the the hebrew word is shub return no but return to what no so in your sharing there is return to peace no what brings you peace okay so you know what does not bring you peace you you go through it no, reflect on it and then recover, you know, and decide what Absolutely. makes you and work on it. Absolutely. As a daily process as well. <laughs> you yeah. have to keep coming back to it. Until we die, my dear. It's, oh. it's like an onion. You keep peeling layers and you find more self, parts of yourself that you have to keep working on. And right? that's, yeah. that's the most common feedback that I get from people as well. Yes. But you will feel the change especially when you are in, in, in uh, times of trouble or crisis, then you will be able to identify as something has changed in you, no? Like the pandemic now, uh, when maybe we are more anxious, afraid, somehow now you have more peace. You said, this happens, this will pass, and then we will have a, a new stage. And in that new stage, hopefully we will be a better person, okay? Hopefully.
We pray for you. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody? Sister Yanila, would you like your voice to be heard? I will try. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I will just say maybe conversion in my like, mentality, my thinking of uh, the situation, mm -hmm. starting from the pandemic mm -hmm. and to the, the war that is going on here in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, because during the, uh, the start of the pandemic, my, 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 the mentality that I had is to be angry with somebody who could have caused this pandemic. Uh -huh. It was, and really, but and receiving all these messages you know, about this one, would not and so, but of, I, I do not know if it's because of the, of the time that has passed that mm -hmm. we just have to, to accept it mm -hmm. and maybe to be, to be kind to the, to the person, to forgive the person. Mm -hmm. And also to be creative in living with it, okay. like using the, the, the mask, washing, uh, uh, sanitizing our hands often. And this is very, like, uh, very difficult in, in the beginning. In the beginning. But, yeah, but, but we have, as I have said, we have to be creative to, be, to, to change our mentality in, instead of be angry with the situation, then we have to accept the situation, live with it, and also for us, because we are Christians, we have prayer. We mm -hmm. need to pray that the situation, of course, we have, we really <clears throat> prayed much, that this situation will, will pass away. I mean, will <laughs> we'll improve and yeah, will finish. Yeah. But until now, the pandemic is still there. Mm -hmm. In fact, here, the, in the news, the pandemic is not so much highlighted because of the war, mm -hmm. but we have known that the pandemic is now Omicron number two. <laughs> the, the, there is in, the uh, virus in is China, also very creative, no? <laughs> it's the fifth wave. Huh? You have the fifth wave already. Mm -hmm. And so, and even here, actually, uh, th there's an increased number of people being contaminated. Mm -hmm. it's, it's getting back, but I don't know why the government has um, the regulation is by 31st March, we will, will already be like normal. No, we can be, we can gather like that, but, and even in April one, and Green Pass is uh, like, rafo, ra, no, like that. What is, how do you call that there? Raforzata, no, it's like the, the Green not Pass. Obligatory. That is not any more obligatory, but we will only be, Green pass, um, yeah. uh, uh, lower, the lower kind. And so it's there. But now in our gospel, what is really uh, the, there is the, the presence of God. No? Mm -hmm. And what is asked of us is the trust in our, that we have to trust God because God uh, uh, finds the solution for all of our problems. You know, as I've said in, in, the, in the first reading, God hears, God sees, God is with those people in the, in, in, with, his, with the Israelites in Egypt. And yeah. so I would say that God is with us here also. God is always present and he is also, he suffers with us. And so all, all what we can do is just trust, uh, trust that God will do something. 
Mm -hmm. And of course, for us, we need to be also to change ourselves. Maybe that is the conversion that is uh, not, uh, maybe before we are so self-sufficient, but now we cannot be always that self-sufficient. We have really to, to recognize the presence of God in our lives, in our difficulties, in our miseries. Yes. So only that for me. Thank you. You uh, almost all the <clears throat> the sharing is really the equalizing effect of the pandemic. No, we are all equal now, <laughs> like it or not. No, we all feel our helplessness, mm -hmm. and uh, with that helplessness, within that helplessness, we see God suffering with us, as you said there in the first reading. No. The first reading says, the Lord said, I have witnessed the affliction of my people and mm -hmm. I know well what they are suffering. No? So he is present. In fact, even his name is I am. I am. I am with you. No? I am with you. I walk with you. I suffer with you. And you can, you can apply that in your life. And maybe that is the change no the deeper change that we'll have to really see in our lives that the trust that the sister Leonila is saying and sharing no how can we strengthen that trust that things will change because God is there okay uh, those who are feeling so depressed about the situation I always uh, in a way I give myself as my example I said I lived through the first lockdown in Italy in 2020, I was there, no? When there was the Pope in the St. Peter's Square alone, that was March 27, and it was raining, no? Nobody was there, etc. And it was so dark and dreary. But now, when I look at the Angelus of the Pope every Sunday, the people are back, okay? So things can change, and things will change. Amen. Yes, but we need to be patient. Yes. No? And, and always know in our hearts that God is walking with us through all this. No? Even, even uh, I cry every day when I see what is happening in Ukraine, seeing especially the women and the children no? suffering and, and, and knowing that this is uh, <clears throat> just the apparent, this is the tip of the iceberg, you know, you know how much suffering is still there because there are human traffickers. We know that in every disaster, the first ones who go are not just the rescuers, but also the traffickers. Because that's a big business for them. If you know what I mean. There's evil. There is really evil, even in this time of suffering, and especially in this time of suffering. And that's why we pray a lot, no? And the, not only here, but not only in Ukraine, Russia, but everywhere. There are many wars. Pope Francis was always saying, uh, we don't forget the other wars that are going on. There are, in, in Myanmar, there are convents and churches that are being destroyed, even up to this time. So let us strengthen ourselves, no, our faith, and then uh, walk on firmly in this path of trust no, and peace because our Lord is kind and merciful. That Amen. is our uh, responsorial, responsorial psalm. psalm. No? 
And you will see here how he also, he takes care of everything because that is his nature, to care, to love, no? and be kind. So uh, can we hear? We end our session here and we end it with a prayer. Becky will lead us in this prayer, the youngest in the group. Okay. So we, we repeat only the first line in the beginning and then you will pray the whole psalm with us. You pray, I mean, you lead us in praying the psalm. So, Becky? The Lord is kind and merciful. The Lord, the Lord is, is kind and merciful. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my being. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He pardons all your iniquities, heals all your ills, he redeems your life from destruction, crowns you with kindness and compassion. The Lord secures justice and the rights of all the oppressed. He has made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to the children of Israel. Merciful and gracious is the Lord, slow to anger and abounding in kindness. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so surpassing is his kindness toward those who fear him. The Lord, the Lord is, is kind and merciful. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.